Thanks for tuning in to LGR Reviews on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What's up, guys? I want to start out by just thanking the Patreons. Thank you for support and everything else. But what we got going on today is my review of uh, episode four, season three of The Mandalorian. Uh, and, you know, the, there's a couple of cool things that happen here. Now, I'm going to be uh, perfectly honest, like in uh, like if, if I was being technical or critical and I was looking at the episode and I was just looking at it as far as like, you know, like technicalities and stuff like writing, directing, stuff like that. One of the weaker things, especially in this episode, to me, that became very clear is that like, the writing is not up to par in some cases and like some problems with the dialogue. So like, there's a moment where we have Bo-Katan that comes, she, she comes off the ship. She tells them like, hey, I followed uh, the monster. So I know like uh, uh, where his lair is, where the nest is. And then we immediately follow that up with her going on the ship and then explaining how she like uh, tracked it you really just told you don't why was that even there like that's one of those things it's like uh you just basically said the same thing twice like in a row um but yeah there's a, just a couple of issues where like some of the dialogue is just kind of like you know whatever it's not great not 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 good at all uh but that's not what this show's for the shows to watch and have fun with and everything else so like if i were to grade it as far as like like i said in a critical mind thinking like this episode may have been like a, a six and a half, right? Like not very good. But if I grade it for fun, uh, it was pretty fun. Like I do seven and a half and an eight and uh, a couple of things that I'm going to talk about here in a second that makes it like uh, kind of like that score or whatever. So I do think that uh, and we've we've also got the news that the Mandalorians had some of the lowest viewership that it's had since it started. Uh, I think the, uh, with the first episode or something like that, like the premiere was like super low. Uh, as far as what it was compared to and everything else. So I do think they need to find like a, a, a very great median, you know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to that stuff. And uh, like I said, some people can't turn off their mind. They have to sit there and uh, they have to see um, all the little flaws or whatever. And they can't just shut off their brain and just have some fun with some action and stuff like that. Cause you got the action stuff like that in, in, in the series um, and everything else. Uh, there were some really cool Grogu scenes and everything else. I uh, thought those were pretty cool. Uh, but one of the biggest things that I want to say that I take out of this episode is because there's not a lot that went on in this episode. Uh, there really was just some training scenes with Grogu that I thought was kind of funny and, you know, cute, whatever you want to call it. Right. Like I always uh, those things right there were pretty good. Uh, no doubt. Like uh, I do have one issue, though, is like he fights this uh, other like, foundling or whatever. Uh, in this little like training duel or whatever you want to call it and they're using some darts and the one kid's like uh the guy says go and the one kid shoots him and then shoots him a second time and then like so i was like oh okay so like his whoever shoots he, who, he, each other first like the first round and then like the the third round grogu like opens it up does some like 
cool Jedi maneuvers and stuff like that because he has the force and then shoots the dude uh, three times in a row after he jumps back and forth around him and stuff, which is kind of cool. But it was like, yo, I don't think they let that one. I don't think the one kid, if the one kid would have did that the first round, he wins because Grogu didn't do anything. So like that, you know, some of the silly things like that right there. I think hurts them a little bit. Like, like I said, when people watch the show and they're really trying to be critical or they're really trying to look at it as like with all these other things and they can't block out the fact that this is Star Wars. It's for like a uh, young and old alike. And uh, it's not made to be like, uh, like uh, the original Star Wars had cheesy moments and cheesy dialogue and everything else. So like, it doesn't take me out of Star Wars for that kind of stuff to happen, but I do notice it. Right. And when I notice it, I know that other people that aren't like Star Wars fans like me and doesn't uh, maybe truly understand all the stuff like they may not be able to uh, really understand the nuances of that and everything else. Like I'm cool with Luke uh, kicking a dude in the face. and He's like 15 feet away from the guy and everything else doesn't bother me. It's, it's Star Wars and it's fun. But like I said, one of the biggest news things that came out for this is uh, I'm my best, man. Uh, Jar Jar Binks, the guy who got hate for the prequels and everything else, it has come around. Fans that came around to On My Best, they like supported him big time and everything else. Like there was times where he had trouble in his life. Like if I'm not mistaken, he tells stories about you know almost committing suicide and everything else. But uh, he gets the opportunity to come back. He's in the Mandalorian. He actually gets to be a Jedi. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, which is a big difference from being, you know, playing Jar Jar Binks, like a character that a lot of people hate. Uh, now you get to be a Jedi. Not only does he be a Jedi, he's get one of the coolest uh, lightsaber scenes for a Jedi uh, period, because he actually has two sabers at the same time. You don't see too many people uh, fighting with two sabers in the star Wars period. You know, you got a lot in the EU uh, and old Republic and everything else. Like people with double bladed sabers or, or the double lightsaber fighting style. You don't get that a lot, like in the actual canon Star Wars, uh, but we got that. That that was really super cool. He's running around with two lightsabers at the same time, doing his business and everything else. Uh, and he's got Grogu, so we find out because Grogu has a flashback uh, as the armor is making him some armor. That uh, Amma's best character is like this Jedi that grabs Grogu, and that's how they escape, and that's how Grogu escapes, and that's how he was able to survive Order sixty six. Um, but yeah, like uh, the only other thing that came out of this, because it was so short, right? Like uh, you had the big creature take Vizsla's uh, uh, kid uh, and everything else, and they have to go save him. And it, it was fine stuff, some cool little action moments and stuff like that. But uh, when it comes to all that, but the one thing I am worried about is the, is the season's only like nine episodes, if I'm not mistaken. This was episode four. Who's Who's the bad guy? Like, literally, who's the bad guy? Like, uh, we don't know. Now, that could end up being a good thing, right? Maybe it's a big surprise at the end. Maybe we get Thrawn at the end of the series or whatever, and they don't want to show him until the end or the next to last episode or maybe even just the last episode, and I'd be fine with that if that's what the case is. But if we don't get any story with the bad guy and it's not a big surprise, big reveal, I think it's a big letdown, right? So, like, let's just say it's Moff Gideon. Maybe he's working for Thrawn, but we still don't know he's working for Thrawn. And it's just a Moff Gideon bad guy uh, that comes after him again. I think that's a big, huge letdown. We don't know what Moff Gideon's been doing. They haven't showed anything from Moff Gideon's side. The closest thing we got to the bad side was the lady that uh, basically backstabbed the doctor in last episode, which I thought last episode was really good. I thought it was written 
uh, way better than, say, this episode and everything else. Now, I will say Carl Weathers did direct this episode. That's probably one of the first things he's ever directed. Uh, I don't know if he's got a lot of experience directing things and stuff like that. So maybe that was where some of the things uh, were. And it wasn't a super long episode at all. It was like 25 minutes, maybe 30 minutes tops, uh, which I have no problems with if they do good things and they and they, and they spend their time wisely. Uh, but like, like I said, this is one of those episodes where you almost could say filler because they don't do a lot. Like you get the flashback, you get to see how Grogu was able to escape Order 66, like I said, with all my best as Jedi just out there doing the thing, which was really super cool, right? And that's the thing. That's why I said if I graded it on fun factor, it gets up to like an eight because there was some fun things to see uh, in this episode. But I am worried, like, what's going on? We have no backstory. We have nothing going on right now. No plot for the uh, the bad side at all, period. Like, no reason for us to be worried about anything big bad out there. The the, the second episode where you got, like, the, the tie interceptors and stuff, they did make a mention of, oh, this can't just be, like, a normal, everyday little, like, uh, you know, group of uh, empire. This is actually probably run by somebody. It has to be run by something bigger than that. So there's a hint there. So like I said, I don't want to prejudge too hard because we got to make it a little further. And like I said, if it's being if it's being kept secret, if the bad guy is going to be like basically Jaws, like in the Jaws film, right? You don't get to really see the shark until close to the end. And if that's the case, that's fine. But it can't just be Moth Gideon in the end. It's got to be like we get a hint of Thrawn, not, not just a hint, but maybe even see Thrawn. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if they want to keep all that secret and maybe some empire shows up and they get in a couple of skirmishes until the last episode and then the very last, even if it's just the very last scene, uh, we get uh, Thrawn like sitting in his room or sitting in his office, whatever you want to call it, like chilling. And like, maybe he says like one line or maybe he does like something. Maybe he's just ch chilling, listening to some classical music or whatever in the background uh that'd be really cool like i'd be like all right cool so like i'm i'm super fine with them not showing the bad guy in that case uh because they were saving him for the end but like i said i'm gonna be disappointed if it ends up just being moff gideon and we don't have no story of what he's been doing since the last season like you know what he's been getting together or any of that and we only find that out the last episode of the season you know what i'm saying so We'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm still pretty high on the series uh, as a whole. I think uh, this season so far it might have been might be the weakest out of the uh, three. Uh, but I've I've enjoyed the first two uh, seasons really well. It's just like these like things that I think are happening right now uh, with this season that it's like okay, let's get to the point. Let's start doing some things. And maybe they'll start doing it. But we only have a few episodes left, like I said. And some of these episodes aren't but like 30 minutes uh, long. So you don't have a lot of time in this uh, season to really do things. So I, like I said, I am worried about the bad guy setup. Uh, let's see how it goes uh, from the rest of the time. Uh, but with that being said, guys, uh, thank you for all your support. Please like and subscribe uh, to the channel. Boom. Hit that notification uh, bell and all that good stuff. Leave some comments, man. Like, Tell me how I'm wrong, how like I shouldn't be a little worried about the Mandalorian. Tell me how I should like it even more than what I'm saying uh, in here. And, and tell me that I'm being stupid for being a little critical for some of the stuff. 100% agree on some of that stuff sometimes, right? Like don't want people to get out there with them uh, big daddy Twitter fingers all the time and super high. Uh, <laughs> just, oh, got to go out there and do that. I'm not doing that, but I am saying I am pointing out some of the flaws that 
regular viewers uh may notice and see and maybe that's some of the reason why the viewership's going down because it's like ah some people can't just have fun with stuff with shows or movies like some people can't go watch cocaine bear and see it for what it is right like that kind of thing they they gotta always be serious all the time and all that stuff uh but with that being said man i'm out and until next time always stay safe hey guys it's justin aka hambone just here to let you know a couple of things that we have going on with the channel one we have a patreon if you can and want to support us you can do that a little as a dollar you can join the discord we also have a merch store where you can get some cool shirts mugs and stuff with all of our different shows and labels on there and thank you for all of our supporters that have already been there with us